1: This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast.
3: This might be college football. I
2: try not to, uh, as we head to the final hour of the show, I try not to regurgitate all the things that have been said, but I realize some of you have been with us, uh, and we appreciate that. Some of you may have just uh, joined us. What I'm I'm talking about is a a phone call we had Thursday. Uh, Dwayne, the caller from New Orleans, just opened his trap, uh, trashing South Carolina, guaranteeing an LSU victory. And the next day, I'll give you a little bit of a heads up before we play, uh, the, only, the only polite way to say this is that Don Staley, the South Carolina coach, came on and just body bagged this guy. I mean, it was, it was cruel and unusual. Uh, she, put a, she put a tag on his toe and slammed him in the, in the drawer. Uh, this is what it sounded like. You've always been great, even when you're mad at uh, my bosses. Uh, you, you've always come on, and we appreciate that.
4: <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Paul. I, I heard you had some callers last week talking about us. Yeah, we so, had a we had a guy. Uh, open.
2: We had a guy calling in from Louisiana who was guaranteeing a, a, a victory, and I tried to I tried to talk him off that ledge, Coach. But uh, hey,
5: you, hey, hey, Paul. Tell Dwayne
2: I said hi. I think his name was Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. He was there last night. Uh, coach, uh, you're, you're, you're one of a kind, and we love you. Thank you so much. Yeah, best coach in women's college basketball called in, and uh, Dwayne has finally come out of hibernation. Dwayne?
3: Yeah, tell my baby i say hi. I like that red thing. That's a red woman, boy. I like that red woman. I like that guy. I, I like South Carolina. I like her. I've been watching dogs and play basketball.
2: Hey, Dwayne, where are you right now?
3: I'm on the road. I'm driving right now. Coming back. I'm coming from out of Houston.
2: Okay. Well, good. Well, how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel having your uh, manhood taken away?
3: Uh, she could take, hey, take it all the time, huh? I'll let her take I mean, Dwayne, it all the time. I, I Dwayne, don't, I don't
2: know how to put this, but uh, that woman <laughs> castrated you.
3: She can do it. I don't mind. She can cut it off. She can cut it off. Well, let's not go. Let's not go there. I mean,
2: I, I started that. I I probably ought to stop it.
3: Like so Dwayne, I, I guess
2: you I guess you heard about all the news about about all the media attention. Hey, oh yeah,
3: me yeah. I yeah. know. I know I'm a hot topic. Hey, check this out, Paul. We got hey. We got to meet him in the SEC tournament. We going again in the in a in a in a what sixty four in the NCAA double and that tournament We're I meet
2: mean twice. Okay. Well Dwayne uh, that, all right. I would advise you is uh take it easy because uh uh it is hard to get what has been taken away. It's not the easiest surgery. Yeah,
3: all right buddy. But hey, but it'll get some bad connection. I gotta call you back tomorrow. I'm okay. on the road. You got it. Thanks right. Dwayne.
2: I man. Hopefully with a better connection is next.
6: Well, always a better connection. And when you say I man, I always say, Hey, can you hear me? Can you hey are you there, Paul? Where where were you at? Can you hear me? You know. That's all she said was tell Dwayne hello.
2: That's all she said.
6: That's all she said. <laughs> I don't know about taking anybody's manhood. I thought it was polite hello. But anyway.
2: Hey, don't step on a good call. I've been Iman. hearing some
6: Say that.
2: I said, don't step on a good, uh, good take.
6: No, 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 absolutely not. No, no, absolutely not. You, you know, I've been hearing, I, I just got in, and I heard some people talking about the callers have been through the roof and all that kind of thing. Uh, let, let, me, let me say this about the callers. they are good callers that are, I, I don't want to say great, but for the lack of a better term, there's great callers, and then there's people that just pick up the phone and call this program. And to me, what makes a great caller is someone that captures my attention. And it's not that I agree with them and it's not about humor and all that other kind of stuff, but it is uh, something to do with the delivery. And, uh, and it's somebody that, that captures my attention enough to make me remember their name, most of the callers, I couldn't tell you who they are. And I've talked to most of the callers that have captured my attention personally. And in the last couple of years, A.J. and Dustin, probably two, the two best callers uh, that you've had in the last couple of years that are new callers, and maybe there's a couple more that I can't think of right off the top, but I will say this when it comes to your great callers, the ones that I, that I anticipate listening to, and I don't always agree with them, but to the, to the other callers, the people that just call in, you've got to understand, uh, this is Decoration Day for you that you're even acknowledged. And and what we can do versus what you can do, we can take your ass to the sinkhole and leave you there. And you know why we can? Because we are at a home field advantage. This is where we live. This is our neighborhood. This is not your neighborhood. You're just calling in randomly because Paul's taking calls and he's got four hours to fill. And guess what? You got through today. And how many times has he sat there and looked at your phone number over the last two years for four hours a day and didn't take your call? And then one day he said, what the hell? I'm taking it. But we're at a home field advantage. This is a home court. And this is a mean, damn neighborhood. And if you can't take it and suck it up buttercup, there's no place for you other than Paul, you're such a sweet man. I like your coat. Paul, and you said the other day, and see, listen to this, some of you people that just call, Paul said the other day, he don't play both sides of the fence. to hell with that, Paul. You play both sides of the fence damn near every time you can. Look at your head. You have looked left and looked right so much your hair your hair got displaced. You lost your hair looking left and right. I mean this is this is a fast moving vehicle here. And and you know you're the man conducting the train so that's just the side effects of what happens. And and for all you people out there that don't like my call, I don't care. You don't like me, I don't care. It doesn't matter. This is my phone call. And when Paul picks up the phone and says, I man is next, legend is next, Jim is next, AJ is next, or whoever, that's because they must be bringing something to the table. See, when we come to the family reunion, we bring we bring potato salad, we bring sweet tea, we bring chicken, we bring pork chops, we bring vegetables. You people just come with an empty damn plate, and guess what? When your call is over, it's an empty damn call. It's brain dead, wasted three minutes. But in Paul Feinbaum's world, that is a good three minutes because it's three minutes he ain't got to worry about covering. Now, you have a good day. War damn eagle. John is
2: up next in St. Louis. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Hey, John.
7: Hey, Paul, real quick before I uh, make a couple of comments about uh, the callers. uh, Another serious note tonight, I just want to acknowledge, uh, you know, what's happening in the Middle East right now. And uh, we lost... uh, Three of our young heroes again this weekend, and also there's a number of uh, other servicemen and women, women who have been, you know, critical injured or injured with what's been going on in the Syrian Jordan border. So I just wanted to make sure everybody knows that hey, we can call up here and have fun and do name calling, but you know, this is this is really a very is meaningless compared to what's going on in the real world. Okay, Paul?
2: Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that.
7: Anyway, Paul, just real quick here. uh, You know, I'm just going to single out an individual from last week, and I think you know who I'm talking about. And I try to be very cordial to this individual late last week and try to talk sense into this young man's mind, but I – I'm not We're having a so. The
2: the artist formerly known no, as No, no, no.
7: Let me let Okay, let me finish here. We're talk I think you know who I'm talking about. Mr. AJ. Yes. But let me let me tell you what I think about Mr. AJ growing up. Mr. AJ was one of these type of kids who was on a family vacation, Paul. Yeah. And his dad and mom and dad be driving along on two-lane highway, you know, somewhere in the south and he would start whining and crying about wanting to stop off and get ice cream or a cold soda pop. Right. And they could kept putting him off, but they would, they would then go ahead and stop and get him something. Then A.J. would, would then complain, Paul, about why the ice cream wasn't a double-dip cone or why I got a Mr. Pib instead of a Dr. Pepper.
2: Remember Mr. Pibb? I, remember, I can't believe you remember that.
7: Yeah, Mr. Pip. so let me tell you something right now okay. about A.J. A.J., you definitely are an Eddie Haskell smart, smart punk, okay? Oh, Eddie Haskell. You, you you don't respect people. You are a smart aleck. And all I can say to you, Mr. A.J., is good night and good luck. Over and out.
2: Whoa. You do not want Mr. John... Referring to you as Eddie Haskell. There are probably not 100 people in the audience who know who Eddie Haskell is, but for those of us who remember, that was a put-down. Swamp Dog is up next.
8: Hello, Mr. Paul. It's good to talk to you again. Thank you very much. It seems like callers are the theme of the day today, and that that falls right into what I want to talk to you about. I'm talking about L-Man and I-Legend. I twist the names together because they're becoming the same caller. And as the year goes by, next year, you'll see that that's the truth. We know about the uh, the Auburn guy. Oh, He has sabonitis, and all he can do is talk about Alabama, of course. Right. And it continues even after he's gone. You said there's no cure for it. He still got it.
2: No, no. So, I mean, it's sad that there's an incurable disease, but I, mean, I just can't get over it.
8: No, he can't, and I, I can tell that he still can't. Even with Saban gone, he can't. Get yeah, open.
2: no. You would think Saban, three weeks removed from the scene, is—I mean—could sleep a little bit better at night.
8: You would think so,
3: but, but he, you know I what? He, you know what? When—I when man I
2: tries to think when he tries to sleep, he thinks of yeah. Mill Road to Isaiah
8: Bond. Well, he may, but let me get to the, the Alabama guy. Okay. You know who I'm talking about yeah. over there, right? I I, I got you. Oh. Yeah. Well, he is becoming Iman because you're going to hear him less, talk less and less about Alabama and more and more about Georgia because he knows that Alabama's grip on Georgia has been, is going to slip. So he's going to start throwing darts at Georgia just like Iman's been throwing darts at Alabama. You just mark my words. They're going to sound like the same person calling when they call you, you kind of understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Now?
2: I follow this very – I mean, I'm, I'm not smart, but I've had a few a few phone calls with a couple of people before, so I've got a good cheat sheet. Hey, thank you very much. Brenda is up next. Hello. Hey, Brenda.
4: Uh, Paul, Um, I just wanted to say that uh, I love listening and watching your show. But thank you. It's turning into Jerry Springer.
2: Hmm. I do not want to hear that. I mean,
4: I. I, know, I mean that that is not is. a compliment. Um, I know it's not. I Jerry know, Springer was I'm a deranged
2: you. lunatic who hosted a show in the afternoon where people <laughs> hit each over hit hit each other over the head with folding chairs.
4: Yes, I mean the screaming at I each other. Can't believe I'm you being know, compared
2: like, to Jerry Springer.
4: Well, Paul, I'm just saying that the show with with people like I'm in. Yeah all these other ones that get on and scream at each other i mean our man was talking i think it was last week when he was talking about he had some great men that uh, his uncles were good examples well evidently they didn't teach him too much about manners and how to interact with people because you know he needs a straitjacket and and there's a lot of them that need medication right. <laughs> Like, okay. That was that was. I don't I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if
2: I'm missing the signs that I, I need to find a new career. This is. A... <laughs> I've had people well, say, "Listen, you've done this. It, it's been a good run, but sometimes you have to know when to go, when to when to pack it in." And I'm feeling like Brenda. Maybe uh, maybe it's time to to get you know, uh, my wife you know and I what? to buy a Winnebago and start uh, <laughs> seeing the world.
4: Yeah. Well, the thing is, you I never know, wanted I to know happen to me, I, and it has. <laughs> I don't know how you're so, really, how you don't go off on a lot of them. I mean, I know that this is your job and whatever, no. but, but some of them are there so good. Pretty,
3: uh,
2: pretty good prescription drugs that will handle that any anytime.
3: <laughs>
4: uh,
2: now, what, what was that, uh, anyway.
4: Danny?
2: Oh, Brenda, uh, <laughs> the man you just talked about uh, would like a word, if that's okay. If it's not, then. Oh,
4: God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. I
2: man, you're on with Brenda, my favorite caller of the century. Hi.
4: Hi, I man.
2: Hello. I man, you're being spoken to by Brenda.
4: Hi, I'm I mean Ann. we we are
6: talking English.
7: I
4: mean,
6: I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you me. think this is the jerry listen, honey, you go have to listen for a little bit. I'm sorry you think this is Jerry Springer's show, but what was this show when you first started listening, if I may ask?
4: It wasn't Jerry Springer. I think you Well, may describe get it for Springer. me.
6: I mean, you, this is your me. opportunity to, to describe it. I mean, tell me what you were seeing well, and hearing. Well,
4: it was a show that people called in and contributed something, and I don't see that you contribute anything but hate.
3: Hey, I, mean, I love
4: this program. And argue. What, what do you mean, and hate? Arguing.
6: What do you mean, hate?
2: Hey, be. be uh, you respect. You your seem like man. You're, you're acting like, very. You're acting very. Uh, very, I, very. I, I just I wanted, wanted to here. get to
6: a point. I, I, I just wanted like, to get I to a like point. like an Auburn
2: fan after the Iron Bowl.
6: No, no, they, I'm, they, they I'm, the I'm, Iron Bowl. I mean, she's she's talking about that. I, I, I bring the state on. I thought you were a cool collector.
2: I mean, this woman's. Clean your clock, and you're all upset.
6: No, Hey, listen, if you, if you feel that way, that's fine. I, I'm not concerned about cleaning clocks. I'm just trying to have a conversation. And by the way, if this is Jerry Springer, let me say this, Brenda. I'm not your daddy. Have a good day.
3: no, no, <laughs> now,
4: now,
2: Brenda, uh, <laughs> allow me to analyze that for a second. That was a very insecure, <laughs> thin-skinned man who got taken apart by a very intelligent, mature woman, and uh, nice to see you really is
4: mm-hmm. well, I,
2: you, you, Paul, you are my hero Brenda
4: Paul, Paul listen don't don't give him a platform that's all you got to say okay. I, I,
2: I will take that very thank you Brenda for saying that uh, appreciate it
4: you're well, welcome I, I mean that roll I, I,
2: tide, I, roll tide. Uh, I found that to be somewhat sad to see one of the the Mount Rushmore callers of this program undressed like that, uh, yeah, I mean, and left, in the, and left on, the tr- on the railroad tracks for all to see, and nobody really wanted to see it either. We'll be right back.
1: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free, no insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMS.com Paul. That's HIMS.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMS.com Paul mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan.
2: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book
5: direct at LQ.com.
2: You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Are you there? Yes, sir. Oh, good. Glad to have you.
9: All right, so I've been listening to your your, your calls here, and uh, something about Jim. Okay.
2: Okay. I think
9: the biggest problem the biggest problem I've got with Jim is well, two things. Is um, he reminds me of that of the guy who acts like a real mean sob who's just yells and yells and yells, but who's never been in a fight, and that's all he does. He just screams. Is loud. He, he tries to scream louder than everybody else to make it seem like it's a good call. Right. Secondly, what really irks me is he'll come on one day and he's talking about the Lord and God and, and this and that. And then, then he's degrading people. If you're a man of, of God, those words should not come out of your mouth, period. I don't care if you get pissed off or what. He's, he talks out of both sides of his mouth, but I think he's a piece of crap. I, man, just showed me that he's a flat out liar because he just sat there and he wants to brag about, Oh, this is his backyard. Well, first off the, the, the lady who was on the phone took him to the backyard and beat the hell out of him. She did. Second, he just got, he, he just sat there and said, I don't care what people think about me. It don't, and then what does he do? As soon as someone starts to talk about him, what he calls in and blah, 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 i man is
2: a piece of work too. Okay, so I, I think Jim and Jim are a perfect, perfect couple. And this was a perfect phone call. Thank you very much, uh, Joe. Handsome Joe is up next. Roll time, roll, Paul. Paul.
0: You know what? Hey, back-to-back Joe callers. Hey, Joe's looking up, Paul. It's looking, this looking up. Hey, I like that, man, that lady's talking. I mean, that was, I kind of enjoyed that. Right there. But one thing I can tell you say this. Our man does talk to ladies better than Jim does, so I, I do give him that. But uh, you know, I, I got didn't, you remember, didn't you hear
2: Jim earlier? He said that uh, he was a bigger ladies' man back in the day than Elvis. Well, Paul, I mean, he said. Listen, I was around during Elvis's uh, end, and Elvis was one of the all-time killers, if you know what I mean. Hey, you ain't kidding, Paul. Hey, he had them he had them falling all over him. I mean, and I tell you what, ain't none of us
0: Elvis Presley. but not? No, not Come back. No, I mean,
2: Elvis was the, he was the king. That's right. He wasn't
5: Paul.
0: prince. And, he and Jim, was the king. <laughs> that's right. And Jim may have had girls told his book, but that's probably his sister's told them for him because the boy's knocking the books out of his hands. But anyway, <laughs> Paul, I got, <laughs> but anyway, I got I got in late Friday, and I, I recorded the show, and I listened to it. And I do right. want to say, hey, I like John in Louisville. He's one of my I, – I do like him, Paul. And I can say this. I want to say shout-out to John and his daughter. She's got good taste, Paul. She's got good taste. But, you know, and as far as the Super Bowl coming up, I don't really – I don't really like either one of these things. I did kind of like Kansas city, but it got to where you can't watch it because they just want to keep showing one of them's girlfriend. You know who I'm talking about now, 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 now hold on
2: just, a second. Cause I'm, I'm a swifty here. Um, what is your problem with Taylor Swift? It just Paul, I mean. Football, I mean, they need to leave this
0: lovey-dovey out of football. It needs to be less lovey-dovey. I mean, and don't more, you, I, mean more. I think
2: it's pretty admirable that the most famous person in the world would go up to a big sweaty guy after a game and, and do all that. You, well, you are not I mean, moved by that? And, and she acts like she didn't even know the cameras were on her.
0: She knows exactly what the no, cameras is no, on there. No, I mean,
2: Why would you think Taylor Swift would care about those cameras? She's addicted to fame.
0: She's just addicted to fame. She can't it, get enough people to come to her concerts if she wants to show up at a football
2: game. Like, you know, Joe, football players, they're gonna take about so, any so girl. I, I, I mean, take it you're not you don't listen to her music. Or are you upset that she was a country star and then moved over to pop and rap and No oh I, I like I like her music. I mean okay. I like both I like, you know, pop and well, who, who pop, are your I mean, just let's come, let, let's forget her for a second. Who are your favorite I mean, when you're when you're when you're tired after a long day, who do you pop on the old uh, phonograph?
0: Oh, man, Paul, that, that's a, that's a good. I like George Strait. George I like listening to George
2: Strait. Damn straight. I like that,
0: and I like uh, Remember that song. I like uh, that
2: was a, Who was Scotty? What's his name? That was a funny song. Remember that song by Scotty McCrary? Scotty McCreary. Yeah. Didn't we have him on our show one time? Yep. Yeah, he's hey, a, he's he's a, he's a good too. So what's he's a your good favorite like? George? What's your favorite George Strait song?
0: Oh, well, probably Amarillo. I mean, that's you know Amarillo by morning.
2: Yeah, that's a good
0: one. That's a good one. I more. like uh,
2: I like the Cheyenne. Remember uh, <laughs> the Cheyenne, the chair. I mean, you know, it's it's. I like uh, the song he does. I dislike. I like every
0: song he sings. I like Check Yes yeah, or No. Right. I yeah. Like all, right.
2: See. I like Marina Del Rey. Like, like callers. A lot of them yeah. I check yes. Jim, I check no. I like Run. That's a good song. By the way, Taylor Swift did a great uh, cover of, of Run one time. She did, Paul. Hey, don't get me wrong. I like her music. Okay. But when I'm watching the football game, I mean, just show everybody's girlfriend if we're going to do this. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, just... Hey, handsome Joe. I don't mind Taylor Swift. You know who I'm getting sick of seeing? Who's Brit- that? Brittany Mahomes <laughs> I, c- I could do without her Right I mean Taylor releases right, right. yeah, right. Taylor Lisa is entertaining Hey you got a, you got a point there you yeah, got I a think point I, I mean I know I I know Patrick Mahomes is coming after me now but I've seen enough of her
0: Well tell him, tell him I'm you got you got handsome, the handsome ones in your corner so I'm I'm backing you up against Patrick Mahomes Well
2: we're heading to the break uh, say goodbye to the handsome one and say hello to this very short time out.
3: are listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show
2: Podcast. Back, and Augie is up next. Hello, Augie. Roll tight, roll,
10: Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> First of all, Paul, I'd like to uh, <clears throat> wish a happy birthday to Matt. Did he say he was 37?
2: 37 37? tomorrow, yes.
10: Well, happy birthday to you, Matt. Uh, hope it's the best day of the year so far uh, for you. And, Paul, just, um, I-, I don't know if you've already said it, but condolences to the three soldiers killed in syria you know where georgia reservist i think
2: they were, they were
10: all but from, georgia. from georgia so you know it's sec country regardless of where it is it's american country so condolences to them but paul that call from brenda she said your show was like jerry springer um she must not watch your show much and she must <laughs> be new to the show well, she huh? just
2: slipped over here from jerry springer
10: I mean, I don't know if she was thinking you were more like The View, uh, but you know, I think you're you're taking a line from your friend Larry David and uh, his associate uh, Jerry Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing, Paul. I mean,
2: that is correct. Especially the last hour, it gets, yeah, into, no, the, it gets the last into, hour is uh, is a reason to to drink.
10: But Paul, that call uh, expired. Came on board. I don't think. Um, he was expecting Jim around the corner No, uh, because Jim hit him in the head with a big sock full of pennies and he didn't stop beating him. And when it was over, it was like there was just protoplasm on the wall. You couldn't even tell it was a human. after yeah, Jim got to, through I with have him.
2: to compliment Jim because I mean, he, he is always good, but that was, uh, that was virtuoso.
10: He even uh, denigrated the man's home state, which was classic. Yeah, so no, was, uh, I think, do you think the uh, Okies and the Texans are ready for this when they start calling in? Because I don't think you've really had an onslaught of these callers yet.
2: No, no, we haven't, and it's it's still pretty early. I mean, uh, if you're a Texas or Oklahoma fan, you've got things you're still interested in other than your college football program. But both are going to be top ten teams, and and uh, we will start hearing from them very soon. Augie, thanks for the call. A.J. is up next. Well,
5: if it isn't more time, Paul. You know, I don't know if I've got enough bullets in my, uh, I don't even have a magazine in my house that'll hold this many bullets that I want to talk about today. You know, callers, every single one of you, Fine Bomb Nation, I don't have a call today. I don't have a topic today. But I'm fixing to send you to caller school like Jim could never do. have nothing to talk about, but let me wing it a little bit. Let me tell you something, Jim. Let me tell you something, you little decrepit, old, snifling little weasel uneducated, uncompelling. I mean you're pathetic, Jim. You don't get any more pathetic, Paul, than Jim. It doesn't happen. I mean and, and and another thing. Uh oh, this just in breaking news, breaking news. Brenda, I man, after the maternity test, I man is your damn daddy. And Tracy, <laughs> another guy with a girl named Paul. Another guy with a girl named Paul going to call in here talking about it. could be a
2: George Strait song.
5: I mean, you're getting, you know, you should screen some of those calls, Paul. You really should. Jim's right. You should screen some. You should screen Jim's call and immediately hang up. Tracy's call. Stacy's call. It don't matter. All of them. expired. had a hell of a call today. Had a hell of a call. Made a lot of great points. And I man had a lot of great points. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out where Legend's at today. He's hiding out. I don't know is MIA or what it, whatever it is. But the bottom line is this. This show is getting back to where it was as far as craziness. It's never lost its luster. It's the fact that Jim quits every other day. You got John. Hey, John. I'm so glad, John. Let me tell you something, John. I'm so glad you got out the coffee because... You know my favorite, soda pop. It's a Dr. Pepper. So I'm so proud of you, too. You're over there still in time, working in a mil- uh, law enforcement environment as a second job, and you're hiding around on the telephone, completely thieving. So put his ass in a box, ja- uh, uh, Paul. Put John in a damn box. And don't feed him bread and water for 30 days. And Jim, go straight to hell down, Eagle.
2: We'll take a short break here and uh, get ready for the final segment of our program tonight.
1: You're listening to the
3: Paul Feinbaum Show podcast.